Hello and welcome to the Didache podcast, where we draw upon past wisdom to help plant and grow new churches. In this A Sunday with Jesus series, I'll be joined by a range of guests, and together we'll walk through a typical Sunday, from the call to worship through to food after the service. And we're asking, how do these things help us to follow Jesus throughout the week? My hope is that we'll see our gathered worship of Jesus as the heart of our church life together and our discipleship to Jesus. Not just because of what we're doing, but because of what God is doing in these gatherings. As James Smith wrote, Worship is the arena in which God recalibrates our hearts, reforms our desires, and rehabituates our loves. Worship isn't just something we do, it's where God does something to us. Worship is the heart of discipleship, because it's the gym in which God retrains our hearts. Thanks to all those involved in these episodes, thanks to John Smith for the incredible intro music, and to you for listening. I hope this series helps enlarge your vision of Jesus and his church. Well, in this episode, we're going to be discussing the relationship between Sunday corporate worship and then the rest of our week, or perhaps the relationship between liturgy and life. And it's brilliant once again to be joined by Mark Prentice, an Anglican vicar serving down in Ipswich. Tish Harrison Warren captures the heart of this episode, I think, as she writes, the work we do together each week in gathered worship transforms and sends us into the work we do in our homes and offices. Mark, having heard the word of God preached and having received Holy Communion, we pray, send us out in the power of your spirit to live and work to your praise and glory. What are we praying there? Well, I think if we uh, have any sense of God's drawing near by his spirit through the structures of what we do in our gathered worship to meet with us, to uh, transform us to the image of Christ, to, to strengthen us and to sustain us for the life that he's called us to. Um, you know, you get to the end of the sermon, it's like, okay, well, what, not, now what? what? What do we do with this? We've just met with the living God, all right? He's just kind of drawn near by his spirit and done stuff in us that goes far beyond anything we're aware of, anything we could... Uh, hope for or imagine or understand he's dealt with this at deeper levels of our being than we're even probably aware of and it's like well why has he done that it's it's you know it's, it's not it's not it's not for our entertainment and it's not for our affirmation all right he is equipping us precisely to uh, as it were scatter from that place of encounter and and go out into the world and to be faithful to christ in the world in a way in which i'm not sure we can do without that sort of structure of gathered worship uh, uh, in, in, the, in, the, in the background. Uh, absolutely. So Mark, we, we meet on Sundays and yeah. that's because Jesus rose from the dead on a Sunday and Christians started celebrating that as the first day of the week. Is there yeah. something in that, in Sundays being the day that we gather together to worship Jesus, to meet with him, uh, and then are sent out into to the rest of the week? Is there something in that pattern? <laughs> I feel like you're setting me up to say something here, Sam. I mean, I, I, I mean, I, I think a big part of it is is to do with it's the first day of a new creation week, um, and and kind of you know as the church, like we we are the kind of the prototype of the new creation. Uh, yeah, it's, what, an image I sometimes use is this idea of if you imagine you're on a building site, 
Um, and it's just like there's wreckage everywhere and it's just dirt and piles of stuff. And 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 over in one corner, there's like a, a show house. Right. Um, and and it's like, yeah, one day all of this is going to look like this show home. And you can go in and have a look around it and get a sense of what the, the houses are going to be like. And it's, I think that is a really helpful image of the church. You know, we live in a world that is just kind of teetering on the edge of the abyss. It's like, you know, we're about one step away from the chaos and, and the darkness and the formlessness and the lifelessness that, that we were kind of drawn back from in, in, in creation. Um, and in the midst of all of this, there's, there's the church. And it's like, yeah, one day, one day, all of creation is going to look like this. All of creation is going to be united under Christ and is going to be living in relationship with Christ and is going to be shaped by Christ. Um, as you know, go to the church and see a little bit of what that is like, get a sense of it. And then do you want to be a part of that? You know, do you want to, do you want to buy a house here sort of thing? Um, it's just this sense of like we get this, this taste of new creation life. And that is what the church is. We are the 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 prototype of the new creation this is where the new creation is happening um so you know what other day would you would you worship on in a sense other than the first day of an of a new creation week i think one, one of the things that we've been, we've been trying to say in this series is that that it, it matters how we structure our services i think it can be trendy sometimes to kind of strip everything out and and you know simplify and and uh remove aspects of typical uh, liturgy yeah. but it does matter how we structure our services and, and we should our, our services should reflect the gospel our liturgy should kind of walk people through the gospel yeah. um and we should give like time and thought to, to how we worship and reflect on the scriptures like how does god want to be worshipped and that matters one yeah. of the things that i've been interested with um uh, with regards to that over the last few years and quite a few people have been writing about about this recently is the relationship between how we structure and shape our corporate services and how we structure and shape our, our days as mm -hmm. as people have you got any thoughts on that like for example does it is the relation is there a relationship between how we start a service and how we should start our days <laughs> uh yes <laughs> yeah i think so and i you know i think i think there's, there's something in this about the fact that we need to be taught how to worship you know the we sort of have this idea that well you just you just turn up and do what do almost do whatever you want and god's going to be really chuffed with that and and be blessed by it and and it's like no man like we don't know anything about how to worship you know um we we come in christ, christ is the worshiper right so he is the worshiper and he leads us in worship and when we when we turn in worship we're we are joining something that is already going on right there's a great line in our liturgy that talks about you know how we're joining with the angels the archangels and all the company of heaven and it's like yeah we don't burst in and all that and go right everybody shut up because you know i've got this thing that i want to say and that i want to do it's like no you know we need a real humility about worship and needing to be taught how to worship and needing to be led through worship in a way that is shaped like you said by the gospel the god and when we start taking stuff out we're, we're actually 
um, beginning then to shape our worship by something other than the gospel. That's really, really dangerous. Now, the, the connection, I think, with, with what you're saying is it, it, we're used as Christians to thinking about our whole life is a thing of worship. Well, you know, again, I, we don't really know how to live. <laughs> we don't know how to, and we certainly don't know how to live in a way that is, that is worshiping. So that, you know, like well, Paul and Corinthians, you know, even something as mundane as eating and drinking, nothing that there's nothing mundane about that. But even that becomes a, a, an act through which God can be glorified. And it's like, well, again, we need to be taught and we don't just need to be taught. But I often think I'm like I'm like a little kid who's being taught to walk. And, you know, when you see like, uh, you know, a parent or, or an adult and they're sort of holding the kid's hands up above their head and sort of swinging them so that the kid gets the idea of putting one foot in front of the other I'm like that's what i need right i need my father to hold my hands above my head and just swing me so that i know how to do the most basic sort of spiritual functions i need to be taught how to worship and i need structure and i need support in that and so kind of the idea of of uh, almost like a lit not just a liturgy within our our worship but like a, a, a liturgy of our day, I think is, is massively important. And, you know, again, you, you, you look through the history of the church, and this is something that in, in different forms has found expression uh, uh, in, in, at, at key times. People who are like, you know, your, your life needs to be structured around, around worship, and you need to kind of keep revisiting worship, you know, otherwise you get distracted and you just kind of head off doing your own thing somewhere else and you forget you forget no i'm supposed to be here kind of living for christ reflecting the glory of christ learning again what it means to bear the image of, of god and and just kind of constantly being called back to that throughout the day i think is is massively massively important um and so you know you begin the day the same way as you begin a service of worship yeah you know like we are called to worship and, and i think we we've kind of changed that to like a welcome to, to because we want everybody to feel comfortable we want everybody to feel at home i'm like no all right <laughs> we are called to worship that's that's the basic dynamic of of the gospel it's the basic dynamic of our life and our experience of life we are called by God into relationship with him and in the context of that relationship we worship and and that is that's a deep theological truth and and I think we can be quite sort of um Pelagian in in our in our approach to worship where we say you know like here I've come and I'm coming to worship and I'm taking the initiative and this is about me and what I want to say and what I want to do and actually being called to worship cuts the legs from under all of that it's like buddy you don't know what to say you don't know what to do you would never come to worship if i didn't grab you and call you draw you into this where i will teach you i will teach you this jesus like i will teach you how to worship the father come and do this with me and and that's such a great psychology of worship and it's a great psychology for for a life that is being lived in an atmosphere of worship. That's glorious, Mark. So good. And I heard someone put it like this, like uh, the, the the Sunday service is the Christian life in miniature. I quite oh, like yeah. that. I quite, I quite like that. 
but yeah, yeah definitely and i just really encourage people to think through kind of the sunday liturgy and how that how does that map on to our, our lives our, our days and yeah like like you're saying like our, our lives are a response to god's word i mean creation is a response to to god's yeah. word church yeah. is a response to god's word and that that should be the the overall shape of our service right where we god starts the conversation i think that is why like you say why it's so important that a service begins with scripture with like God calling his people to worship. And then we respond to that. And I guess there's kind of like mini uh, that, that dynamic playing out in, in lots of ways throughout the service. God speaks, we respond, God speaks, yeah. we respond, but you know, but obviously that can go wrong where perhaps we, we start with our response, you know, and a classic example of that is like, you know, starting with a song where it's like, God, I give you everything. I give you my life, my money, all of that. It's like, yeah, there's a place for, songs like that but perhaps leave that to later in the service <laughs> yeah I, I would i would i think there's a wisdom in that man absolutely <laughs> yeah. but yeah. definitely and, and that that one about um like for me like wake, waking up and getting into god's word as soon as soon as possible yeah um like living out my day in response to what what he said in in the scriptures is is just is just huge actually yeah yeah it's huge Awesome. Well, hopefully people have had a chance just to think a little bit about the relationship between liturgy and life. There's, there's, there's much more to say, but uh, there's, oh, yeah. there's some things there uh, to join. Is there anything more to say, Mark? <laughs> <laughs> oh, mate, there's so much, you know, so, so much. Um, but I mean, I, I guess the only thing that I'd really want to say is that, uh, you know, it's, 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 like we've, we've talked about this before, mate, where, you know, what we do in, in our, in our worship is that's reality, you know, and, and we do have this, this, this habit of sort of thinking, well, the real world is out there. And sometimes as, as, as a minister, I get asked, yeah, but what, what relevance does what we're doing here have to my life in the real world out there? And I'm, I'm always like, mate, no, no, you see, this is the real world in here. And if what you're doing out there isn't relevant to what's happening here, it's what's going on out there that needs to change, all right? Because this is reality and you need to orient yourself to this. You need to orient your whole life to what happens when the people of God come before the, the presence of God in, in, in worship. So, I mean, I think that's, it, it's kind of thinking about it the other way around to the way that I think instinctively we, we, we might. Yeah. I hope this has been helpful and, uh, yeah, there's been plenty for us to, to chew on. Again, thanks so much for listening to this episode and indeed this series. And thanks so much, Mark, uh, for being with us.